Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. You are now listening to The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct with your hosts, Anthony Roberts, Christian Evans, and Gary Green. Our co-host won't be on the show this week, but we do have special guests, Jermaine Roberts, Brian Fuller, and Ronnie Price. And on this episode, we'll be discussing the NFL scouts following Jameis Winston around. Is that right or wrong? Dating women with kids, equal wages, interracial dating, and a time when you were racially profiled. We'll also answer some of the questions from our listeners throughout the week. We hope you guys enjoy the show, so stay tuned. By the way, the NFL has pretty much been on, well, not the NFL, but, you know, college, they've been on his back pretty much the whole time. And now they have him, you know, have scouts watching him trying to figure out, you know, like what he's doing on plane rides and things of that nature. So for me, I mean, I guess I'll ask you guys, like, what do you feel about them going out of their way, like to follow this guy and see, you know, how he's living his life? Uh, I think he earned this, actually. I think. I know he's 18, 19 years old, you know, 20-year-old kid. He's still a boy, right, for, for the most part. He's not a real grown adult male. But with your actions beforehand, man, before these people want to give you $20 million guaranteed money, they want to know that their investment is solid. Yeah. You know? Basically. Yeah. It's a business. We think you could be great. I think he could be great. Oh, most definitely. But right. I do know that he's going to make a mistake. Yeah. The question is, which mistake? Which mistake? I'm not yeah. even mad at you for making one, but which mistake is it going to be? Because you've had... Every, I'm not gonna say every issue, but he's had a lot, and we're not gonna put him in the Johnny Manziel <laughs> drug category. Exactly, but he's right. had a lot of them. You know? But I mean, and I agree with you. I mean, that's a good stance to take on it. The thing I look at it is, I guess, is like you were saying, he's 20 years old, and it's the, it, this is to me, it's not just Jameis Winston. It's it's every athlete between the age of 18 to 22. I think they're held to such a high standard. Like at 18, man, I was doing the most. At 20, I was doing the most. And then you hand them. I mean, I'm 32, bro. If you give me 20 million dollars, ain't no telling what I'm gonna be doing out here in the city. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I'm gonna be doing the most out in the city, man. So it's like you give a 20 year old kid 20 million dollars. He putting his homeboys on and all it. I think I was watching um. Jim Stewart, late night with Jim Stewart and uh, Jalen Rose is on there. And they were asking him about, you know, when he first got on. And he was like, so what was the first thing you did out in Denver? He's like, I bought a house and I moved three or four of my homeboys in. He's like, I had one that was recruiting for the clubs and the girls. I had another one who was handling the money. You know, like you're going to like you said, you're going to make those mistakes. And I mean, I don't know. You just it, it depends on what type of mistake he makes. And I think he'll be OK as long as it's not like raping a white girl or see, being caught up had, in yeah I'm not we that just gonna say white girl but raping anyone, anybody issue. <laughs> yeah, rape yeah. Like, well, you don't even yeah. need to be involved in, in any kind of, sort of yeah no nah, yeah. that's true so i mean I, I just think for me personally like if i was in the situation and i had somebody like watching me if i knew somebody was watching me on the plane the way jay boo as they call him the way he he seemed like the type of person if he on the plane and he knows somebody watching him he liable to do something just out of character on purpose, on purpose bro well, so i, I say as the Heisman, you you are already under the biggest spotlight in, co- in, in college football right yeah. now as a Heisman, and that didn't stop you from doing, doing anything. anything. So, <laughs> with that, with this part of it, like I just think that he's bound to do something. 
And yeah. my daddy told me, he said, look, man, money don't change. You just make you more of what you already are. Exactly. True. So. That's just like, it's just like marriage. It's just like when people get married and they like, well, I'm going to marry this person. Maybe if I go ahead and marry this girl or marry this guy, you know what I'm saying? They'll start doing this or they'll start doing this a little bit more, a little bit better. But it's only going to enhance who that person is. You're basically saying, hey, I'm okay with whatever you do and don't do, and I'm going to still go ahead and put a ring on it. Hey, with more money, he's going to have more opportunities to get in trouble anyway. Yeah. Straight like that. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I just – Jameis, like you said, Jameis Winston, I mean, he brought it on himself, but I just still think it's a bit much. I think like Stephen A. Smith was saying, he was talking about um, from the dynamic of um, Justin Blackman, the one from Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. They watched him, but they said they had a right to watch him. They were posted up at this uh, bar in Oklahoma when he was going to Oklahoma State, and they was like he was there every other day from like 3 to 11. Like what the hell is you drinking from 3 to 11 to where you still – Nah, you must have got you some women in the Oh, that's what I was about to say. Drinking, women, and everything. So that's why he fell off the board for uh, the Buccaneers. So, you it's know. that type of thing, though. Like, this is a lot of money, y'all. Like, somebody tell you right now, I'm going to give you 20 M's to start up your radio, your own radio network. You're like, hoes. Let's yeah. just talk about <laughs> hoes. <laughs> like, it's going down. You know I'm definitely going to have them. I'm definitely going to have them. So, it's, yeah. So, I mean, 20 million, I think it's a lot of responsibility to put on people. But this goes back to a topic we'll probably have next week. But I think athletes get paid too much. I mean, definitely. I think, think so. Definitely. Hell, I, don't, yeah. I don't think I don't definitely. So. If my son can go to the Army and die at 18 – and get paid $26,000 a year. Underpaid. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. There's a big differential for, like, entertain. We'd rather be entertained than defended, yep. so to speak. Yeah. Uh, get, that's something you, that you got to blame on the government. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not not. I'm, but, see, you know, that that's advertising. That's money. I'm yeah. not, not going to sit here and sit and say, okay, I have the answer for the system. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, that's the flaw in it. You can't sit here. They could die as well. They could die. You take Bo Jackson's injury, mm-hmm. his hip. All of that money that they that they gave him, he deserved it because their body, their mental capacity, everything, their body fails them after the the season is over, after their time is over, their family, they're sacrificing their body to enhance their life, their children's life, generations of other lives that would be born behind this guy's name. Yeah. So I believe that they're paid well enough to cover everything that they have to go through. And th- because you have to think about it, even that little percentage that they get paid, the owners are getting maybe a thousand percent more. In comparison, definitely. Yeah. It's right. definitely like, I mean, but that's why, because you're like, oh, you're going to make two billion this yeah. year. Whatever. Right. I need to make my little 20. I dig that. Right. I dig that. But I'll say this. A Navy SEAL doesn't even make half a million dollars that's a year. True. And they go through two years of training before, before. they ever even yeah. see a single mission, before mm-hmm. they can put on a pen that says, hey, I'm a Navy SEAL. Yeah. They went through millions of dollars worth of training for one person. For one, one person. person you know? right. So I just think it's just a little off. And, and this it one. I mean, I get your, 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 from society looking at it. Overall, it is exactly. overall. Yeah, because you, have, you, you don't have to do anything. You don't even have to get a college education to play football. You can, I mean, how many guys would go from, High school to NFL and make yeah. all the money if they could. Yeah, you know. I just think. So, I mean, when when I'm talking, I mean, I'm tell you like this. I mean, like they say with Spider Man, with great power comes great responsibility. Straight like that. When yeah. you give me straight some, like if you give me, if I'm making ten grand a month, you know what? I'm I'm gonna talk truth because Jesus is listening. <laughs> <laughs> I would try my best to do what I need to do to do right, but it's like, bro, when Come you can on. do when you can do whatever you want to do, I have no kids. I'm not married. Like, 
and I and like I say, you're giving this power to 22 year old people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mistake, them up. Yeah, yeah, mistakes are gonna happen. Basketball got a one year rule. Yeah, yep. football, they don't you, even you know. As soon as they can, they trying to get in draft. If if we didn't have yeah. to, man, boys and they're, and they're right giving more and school. they're giving a lot of money. Well, you know what they did go. I think it was a couple years ago they cut back on the uh, initial bonus, right? Because people was getting like fifty and sixty guaranteed, yeah, and now much. it's like down to twenty. Jamarcus Russell, yeah, which yeah. mean which which, which <laughs> they already knew that they were getting paid too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, twenty million to me, I get what you're saying, Jermaine, but it's still too much. I'm talking five million in the first two years. Reason being is show me that you earn that that you can earn that money. You have the keep mm-hmm. for me to keep you around for that five million, and then after those two years you renegotiate it, and then maybe mm-hmm. we'll go up to ten or but, twenty. But what about the ones that get drafted in the fourth, fifth round? They still the minimum league minimum is like a hundred twenty five thousand, a hundred eighty. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like the practice squad like is yeah, hundred eighty thousand. Still getting six figures right, just to show us the practice with us. To not even be on in the game. To yeah. even to even go more about this money. Uh, Darnell Dockett, he had put out a um, discussion board on his Facebook about how he missed a year because he tore his ACL. So he was saying that other people was like, man, you're being greedy because, you know, you want them to pay you, but you're off. And even though they get that guaranteed money, if they do not pay one game, they don't get any of that money. So mm-hmm. this whole season, he was like, I had to live off of my money that I had saved up. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, you don't know how much money, like, people see a number and, like, oh, my God, like, this is – they're getting this. He said, out of $20 million, I may see eight. A lot of Definitely. those cats aren't really million. They, they really aren't exactly. rich. But That's see, just something that just is like, okay, this is what you can get if you do this, this 12 sacks, five interceptions, yeah. you know. You got to work for it. You got to work for it. Mm-hmm. I dig that. Drew Brees. Now. Texas boy quarterback, I love him. Right, even though he had plenty of them other dudes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, real spill. He's one of them. He's which one of them people that run around and he tells every. He's always preaching to pr- players: you shouldn't be spending your money while you're still playing. He's one of them. The ones that are becoming that are going to have fifty million dollars when they retire twenty, they don't go buy the biggest house and go buy everybody no. new business and stuff. No, right All right. They right. live within their means until they like I'm. Although my contract says I'm going to get five years, I could really play two. Yeah. And, and that, not even see all my incentives. And that's why they have that um, – what's his name? Uh, the black coach to be on ESPN. Herman. 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 That's why they have those symposiums where he's out right. there. You know, I think I, they gave us a little sneak peek a couple of years ago, and he was like, you need one house, one girl, one car. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they, they're they out there doing the most, man. They're out there doing the most. The black For, athlete. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got to get the diamonds. Got to get it. Got to have my diamonds, man. No. I wouldn't, now, that's one thing about me, bro. I wouldn't even – if I had, like, millions of dollars – I'm just being honest. I may buy some nice earrings, but I've never been, like, a jewelry-type person yeah, to have man. on, like, a, a bulky or, you know, gaudy watch and mm-hmm. the chain. Like, it, it's just, like, ridiculous. When I see yeah. people like Rick Ross and them spending, like, million dollars on a chain, mm-hmm. what? Wasted money. And I've been up before. I ain't saying me no minute, but I've yeah. been up and I still didn't go I didn't go buy rocks. Yeah. It's like, you know. It's it a waste of like, time. It's just like you really can't get me to put rims. I'm it's hard for me, just personally speaking, to put rims on my car. Like when I think about ten and fifteen grand, I'm like, hey, nah, fifteen or fifteen nope. grand? If you buy a nice, spend that on the car, and I guarantee you won't put no rims, rims on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Exactly. You already know what it is, but I, I, I mean, I don't know. But hey, man, you guys are listening to The Reality Is right here on Fishbowl Radio Network. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All day, nigga. I took the young sweet bread. 
She wasn't pregnant, but I hadn't seen her in a couple of months, and the next thing I knew, she was pregnant. So um, we, you know, recounted our relationship, friendship, everything like that. And one day she had called me and let me know she was getting ready to go into the hospital and have Journey. And uh, I never forget, I was working at the prison at the time. I was like, all right, as soon as I get off, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come down there and um, I'm going to see you. Like it's your very own. Like, it's, it, like it was my very own, because at that time, I was missing being needed by somebody. So I went and I stayed there and a journey was born. I went through the whole entire time with journey from she was she's seven, about to be seven now, you know. Yeah. And and when that relationship went by the wayside, I could I could talk to her now. And she'd be like, hey, how you doing, Jermaine? What's going on? You know, that was the first one because I didn't have that time with my daughter. So even yep. with that not being in my life right now, anytime if I was to see her tomorrow, it would be the same way. So just dating women with kids it, it comes with like you say it comes with situations and you have your roles to play but it's all about i look at it as if you can pass something on to a kid no matter what the situation of the mother the past or present you always passing off some type of fatherly god and some type of fatherly love some yes. type of fatherly attention because yes. it's a lot of kids that's out here that don't have that yeah. at all at all I mean, for kids, I mean, when I think about kids, man, not to get out the subject, like, I ain't ready at all. Uh, me? I'm going to tell you, I'm 30. Yeah. I'm, I just know the value of a good woman with children. Yeah. So, I'm saying I'm ready, but I'm not fit to jump ahead. Yeah. I'm not doing that, the, the baby mama thing. I don't know how everybody feel about that. Co-parenting can work. Yeah, I got but it. It's, I'm, 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 I got the baby mama stuff. I mean, right now it's good. Yeah. yeah. Before, in the beginning, though. Thank oh, you. How old are your kids now? How old I'm are your kids now? Girl, 14. And it took, what, eight of those? Years, yeah. To get it, it where it's it, like, you know what? It took years. My I, baby mama, we just, when I was walking in, yeah. we, I was having a conversation with her. Yeah. Me and my son got in a little little uh, disagreement at his football game just yeah. earlier. He's just mad at me. Yeah. Right? But I'm upset, and I took it straight to money. I said, you mad at me over money? And that's how I feel. Yeah. He's mad at me because he's my son, and he's yeah. angry with me. Yeah. And you know what? I couldn't fathom that. Yeah. I couldn't even pull that together and say that it's you just mad at me and just be mad. Yeah. When you're at home, your kids, man, take your black butt in that room and shut up. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're here together. Yeah. When you come back out, I'm going to still be here. Still right? be there. When you have to commute and you have to plan financially to spend time, you have to do things like yeah. that with your children, yeah. it takes a toll. And you start to of say, course. okay, I did all of this, and now this, and, it, and you look up and you don't want to come off as selfish, yeah. But you kind of feel like, nigga, I paid for my time, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it ain't, it ain't even, I don't even want to just say you paid for it, yeah. but you like, so to speak, you're just like, hey, man, I'm here. Yeah. I don't. We can't be angry with each other. No, we don't true. have time to have disagreements or arguments. All we have time is for love. Yeah, that's it. And I think it's love a big, only. I think it's a big thing to say right now, as every guy in here except myself is a father that's present in their kid's life, which you know which goes against or uh debate or whatever the word i'm looking for goes against the stereotype that society puts out that black men don't take care of their parents ronnie's here he's been married for like what 10 years 10 years 10 man. years Say, bro, man 10 I years i commend you for yeah. that right 10 years for real, been there for his kids take care of his kids brian take care of his son Jermaine, Best you know, he take care of his daughter. Like people say that it doesn't happen and it does happen. It's proof right now. Not only that, you got a graduate in running, you know, he graduated from business school. You got Brian who graduates this year. I'm graduating myself this year. My brother here, Jermaine, he's graduating in a year. Like 
We Old are doing it. That's you, chasing it. You, you know what I'm saying? It. So those, like, these are statistics that people are putting out there. But they say numbers don't lie. Numbers do lie. You got a because, tattoo, big bro? Mm-hmm. I want to say this. No, go ahead. And everybody oh, in here is almost sleeved up. Yep. Tatted up, chasing the green. Yep. Just saying. And nobody's in here. Nobody's out in the streets gang banging, <laughs> whatever. You do know what I'm saying? anybody in here got a pistol on them right now? Nah, no. no. Any drugs on them? No. Nah. <laughs> I'm saying. like, Not unless it's a cock pistol. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than that, you know, we just in here chilling. You know, they always say you can't, you know, black people can't get together, especially black men without egos or confrontation. Everybody, I've been knowing everybody in here for more than two years. Never had a confrontation. If we had an agreement, we were able to kind of man up. Talk about the situation, get the situation rectified. Every guy in here, which is going to get us into our next topic, we love black women as well. We also like women, period, which leads us into interracial dating. And with this interracial dating topic that I wanted to address is I know this week over the last month, you hear a lot of people talk about interracial dating. Normally when you hear interracial dating, you hear people talk about it from black man, white woman, or vice versa. But it's a lot of interracial dating going on that's not even blacks and whites. Right, yeah, buddy. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, you see, and this, and this is the point I'm going to make. I see a lot of Asian women with white, white guys. Hispanic, yeah. A lot of Hispanics with white guys. But the thing about it is, and I've heard, I never come in with just, I don't believe, I mean, it's good to look on the internet and see st- uh, statistics, but I actually talk to people. And I've talked to so many women that are not black, that are like Asian, Pacific Islander, white women, Hispanic, well, not white women, Hispanic women. And when they date a white guy, it's always because I want to be taken care of. Financially, it got to be there. They want him for the money. They don't want him for anything else. And to me, it's wrong, but I get it. But it's like, not to be funny, it all comes from upbringing, too. And sorry we don't, you know, if it's an Hispanic or Pacific Islander or Asian out there listening, you want to call in and debate that or tell us why you do it, then feel free to do do so. Mm-hmm. 214-431-5062. But from the people that I've talked to, for one, their parents raised them to either be themselves or date them they're inside their race or date a white person. Why? Because white privilege. Why? Because they're more likely to have money. I won't say any names, but I even have a black friend who, when he came over here from another country, he, you know, he was like, I pretty much engulfed myself in white society because that's what I saw as prominent. That's what I saw who had money, so on and so forth. And I was like, I get what you're saying, but it's a lot of blacks out here that got money. hanging around the wrong crowd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, you know, and he's very successful at this time. But I was like, I don't think that was the right way to go about it, but I'm not here to judge anybody's situation. But when it comes to interracial dating, I, I think it's 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 more than just black and white. But since it is black guys in here, we're going to talk about interracial dating. And we want to hear, or I want to hear, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's your input on interracial dating? And we'll start on this side. I think the interracial dating, uh, get, it's it makes you a well-rounded person. Uh, I myself, I have no problem with it. Uh, coming up in Texarkana, now, we didn't see that. It was you stay on your side, we stay on our side. It, it was it was just a total uh, opposite of what it is now in the city. It may be rape. That's what we <laughs> talked may about. Maybe rape. That's what we talked about earlier this week. Was yeah. like the, the the thing is rape. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Don't want to be a kid and get accused of rape or just and your the life girl is over. Your life up. And the girl not gonna stand up for you. Not at all. So. Right. I think that um, that dating white women and I've dated a, a few. It, it's a little different. Um, the ones I've dated, they try to understand um, what it is to be never uh, will. a black person. Whoa. Never will. I feel never you. Will. Um, I, feel I, I think you. that that they bring about a certain um, esteem to themselves if they're open-minded to understand, like, when we go out, 
we may be looked at differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't you make me feel differently. I'll, you know, I'll address the situation if something happens, you know. Um, I've dated Puerto Ricans. I've dated, um, I've dated uh, different types of women, but I think the interracial date, it, it works for me. If that was something that I was to get into, it works for me. I don't see anything wrong with it. I think that it's it's just that you have to be open minded. But what's the reason that you, when you've inter- when you've dated outside of your race, particularly white what, women, what, what why? sent you that way? Yeah, what what made you like? I do mean, that? was it attraction or was it like something mental? Because yeah. I got a you, mental you, kick. I, I've I heard that yeah. make I, me. Right. Yeah, I got a mental kick. Okay, like me. Um, when I was married, um, I I just heard just. It was just too much noise for me. Yeah, it it, it really changed me from who I was. Um, getting away from that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, and w- it was so crazy that when I moved up here, the first woman I talked to was a white woman. Yeah, and I was able to open it up, and she was just like, you know, no, you know, I've heard that about you know black women that they do this, that they they dog. I say that. Not all black women dog, but where I came from, I, I I was dog. And she took me in, and she just cared for me, just just caressed my whole mind, just relaxed me. Should and it's, it, it, but the mm-hmm. mothers teach them how to do that to them. And that's what I was yep. about to say before we go further. And that's what me and Brian talked about. When when I hear about black women being dogged, I have to be like an advocate for them. And the reason being is because for one, it's not all black women. Not all yeah. black for women. two, yes. the ones that are like me and Brian said. It starts still with the black man. And I don't think we realize how strong our position is. Take this, you know, take this, for instance, if you're a black man and you're there, let's just say, Ronnie, if you and, and your you wife, were, you, br- you know, you, you, you divorced and you went your separate way and you never showed up again into your daughter's life. At that point, your wife is going to start. She's going to have a tape on a role of father and mother, and she's going to have to teach your daughter to be strong. Yep. When yep. she teaches her to be strong, she has no time really to focus on the womanly part of how you should treat a man, cook clean, and not just cook and clean. I'm not trying to take you women back 60 years. I'm just saying. But you know <laughs> what I'm saying? You ha- you don't have that time to teach her those nurturing mother abilities like you would with a two-parent home. Especially while mourning a relationship. Exactly. Right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So she's especially she's burnt up. Because your feelings are going to go through mourning yeah. in, in a relationship. Which Same breeds head. disrespect. Yeah. Yes, to me, and, and then it down yeah. talk you because she feels it's at some point away by accident. It's gonna just yeah, spill over into it. Your punk ass daddy, yeah. And then you are gonna have her going on if she has a daughter, whatever. It's 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 like a generational curse that's being created at that point going forward, and how you treat a black man, and then you you may spill it out upon the wrong the right black man or the wrong black man. But then the reason is like you know with a lot of white women statistics show far as marriages staying together and getting married, they do that. Now it doesn't seem it doesn't mean that they're better because like I tell people all the time when the people are like, oh black men always cheating. Well you know what hell white men have affairs. Black yes. men cheat, white men have affairs, black men are known for smoking marijuana, white men snort crack. We all have bad parts of cocaine, our society. Yeah. You know cocaine, what I'm saying? You, you, <laughs> you, know you know crack cocaine. It's the same to me. It's the same. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but the whole point or the message we're trying to put out there is that everybody does wrong at some point in time, but it's about the communication to work through it, to stay together, yes. to where, you yes. know, the, the the man can show and love on his son and love on his daughter and show yes. that emotion is okay. And the woman can teach, the you know, the daughter this and this and that. And when she's 14, how to suck dick or give a blow job or whatever the yes. case may be but and and the reason i say that i never forget you know this a white girl in ninth grade bro they was talking about giving head and stuff and i was you know 
and nine, it's it, I've came so far because I remember yeah. dudes in class. They was like, "Man, you ever let a you know you ever let a girl give you some head?" I'm like, "Hell no, I don't want no girl slobbing on my dick." <laughs> what? Like, what? I said, "Oh yeah." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I remember talking to the white girl, and the white girl was like, "Oh, it's nothing." She's like, "It's just like sucking your thumb. It's just a little salty." And I was like, "What?" That's exactly the first and thing I heard. She I, said, "Tastes like seawater." Yeah. It's like, and it's like <laughs> what? <laughs> Goat juice, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like, but it's what? like that's how that's they, their mind is so open, and we I've even talked to white girls and Take white guys, the black community. Period. When it comes to sexuality, they're turned off by it. We don't talk as much we don't as talk about, about it. Talking about and white yeah. people, they talk about it, they discuss it. You know mm-hmm. all this stuff that was created back over in France and Germany back in the day, all that oral sex and stuff, fellatio and cundilingus and all of hey, that you crap. Know, you can't put it on all black females. No, they're not all black black females, but it's very few. That's about that life. They, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, they're not few. Okay, they, they about that no, life. So they got some black chicks. They coming up. They they starting to. It's very difficult to find that though, bro. I'm gonna tell you, like, if I've dated 50 black girls, I probably got. Had dated maybe it's it's not more than five that just got out. But if I dated ten white girls, they all got out. If the sex is good and she black, she crazy. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Don't beat me up when I leave her. (laughs) But I'm just saying, (laughs) like, don't beat me up when I leave the building. But I'm just telling you, like, in my experience, let me let me phrase that correctly. In my experiences, Uh whenever it was electric, she was crazy too. Like just as much as we fought, we had to make up. Yeah. And I can't. I'm not gonna say anything. Hey, what's wrong with some makeup? He got a girl here, so he can't. No, 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 but it works. But the thing, the thing about it, you can talk about it. But I'm more so about the people who may be listening, which I could care less. But it, it's not all true. But it is some truth to that. Because if I had to say who was the 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 girl that I had the best sex with, for one, I'm not with her now. One, I'm not with a lot of them now, and it's like they were a little bit eccentric. And then I can speak from my brother's perspective. He ain't married no more. I ain't married no more. Hey. Yeah, man. <laughs> but, but you married her though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was a reason you married yes, her. Yes, sir. I'm just saying, yes, like sir. they, the ones that get you by that. But and you know what? I'm not gonna put that on just black women because oh, black, of course, because black men we're guilty of the same thing. Like of the right? same stuff. The people that just learn my sex is my weapon. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then once they decide that that's their weapon, they yield it accordingly. Right. You know? But and that mighty vagina, man. That it's mighty my, vagina. But I'm gonna tell you. Okay, so let me let me give a question up top. If you had to choose between great sex and great head, which one you going oh, with? Man. I'm going straight one head. Uh, one of the other. You, the, you look, have to say you got to have the head for the sex to be electric. electric. Because I'm about my, I'm about that life. I'm about yeah. that business when it comes to my woman. Yeah. And as long as she keeping you know them, so she keep herself clean, take care of herself. Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing you can't ask me to do at yeah. any given time. Yeah. Like, but, but you got to choose though. Choose. I'm going with the head. I'm. The, I go with the head most definitely. Anybody who know me know I'm going with the. I head. I got to tell you a theory. I gotta <laughs> tell you a theory. Well, before you before you <laughs> tell that theory, what, what's, what, what's your choice? Let the man vote right fast. Uh, I'm gonna have to say the sex, bro. I knew he was gonna go with okay, that. I think we work out. Yeah, the work. I think it's the workout. You know, you gotta talk. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah well, look, my the theory sex. is that uh, everybody can get vagina. Yep. But not everybody can get that sucky ducky. That throat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that, a serious the, thing. I tell people all the time they had to make you act right, bro. Hey, bro. And it's I'm, special. I'm telling you, look, the girl that I'm look, I don't call her because she don't hey, like me. PSA no women, but, PSA yeah. women. But bro, she put me in line with that. Yeah. Like I am a rebellious spirit by nature. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You oh, tell me rebel. go left and the store is on the right. I'm gonna make three rights to just get to, to get back to it. Right? Like, don't right. tell me what to do. I got this. <laughs> like, but she, daddy, this is what I want. I'll be like, I ain't trying to hear that. Mm-hmm. She do a thing. 
Okay, now what was you saying? Yeah, like it'll you, make you act right, bro. You yeah. get right in line, and then what happened was though, like I said, she's, it's a weapon thing. Once it starts not to work no more, then you got a problem though. Yeah, we, that's a whole nother conversation yeah. though. You know, but when it comes the or the thing about oral sex, bro, man, it's just it's like a whole method to the madness, man. Like you say, you can have sex, and that's all when it's great. done right. Yeah, when it's done right. When it's done, when right. that's done what I was about right. to say. And it, this is the thing about it. And we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It's like. I know women, a lot of women think just because they put their mouth on it, you're doing your job. No, 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 I, no, no, no. no. very, very bad. Bad head. Me like, too. You need to stop, mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, let's just go ahead and get yeah. to the sex part. Yeah, right. you yeah stop, let's go and get to the business. But as far as like us talking about the interracial thing, I know for me personally, like, I'm open-minded just because I, I, I look at women and I just look at women and, and I see beauty. Yeah. I, I, could, I mean, and, and I'm going to be honest, like, just my perspective the reason I'm attracted to white women when I'm thinking white women is because for one, most of the time when I see them, they're always taking care of themselves physically, Clean. you know, they're, they're, they're in the shower, you know, they're, they're taking care of themselves at the gym and stuff like that. When I'm at the gym working out, taking care of myself, I see them in there, you know, the shorts or, you know, what older people may say skanky. I like mine a little skanky. Look, I don't want a hoe, but I don't want a virgin neither. Right. You know see, what I'm saying? But white women will go. To, I'm not going to say black women won't go to that go gym, there, yeah. but I'm talking about like, I, I know, Lots and lots and lots of them that won't go because of hair. Yeah, they right. were. I'm talking about I dated one that would come sit in the gym and watch me yeah, work out because of the hair. And then like, literally they do, watch me go to the gym. They look like Angel Mama. No, like, no, no, I'm not. Going. Head uh, hey, wrapped yeah. up. Yeah. Well, when you go into the gym, I mean, a lot of women say when you go to the gym, you know, you going to work out, and I get that. But I'm not gonna lie. If it is a woman with a hair rag on and then a girl who just got a ponytail. And, you know, she doing a thing. It's whatever. And a lot of people are going to get mad. But the reality is, is men, they see things first. Yep. Your eyes. Right. They, oh, see, first. Yeah. First. they see things first. And then the conversation comes after that. And, and then it's great. And, and like I said, with white women, they're not better than black women. Because I tell people all the time, if you see a black woman that works out, takes care of herself mm-hmm. and doing what she needs to do, it's nothing more beautiful nothing. to me personally yeah. than that. But when I see a white yes, woman yes, or yes, a Puerto yes, Rican yes. or totally a Hispanic, agree. they're doing her thing too. I'm like, I equally give that same respect of looking at them like, you are absolutely amazing. Yep. Because I have a respect and a passion mm-hmm. for women. Look, and we and I know we sitting here talking about race and stuff like that. I know we saying that, but honestly, I think that's just attractive in a woman in her spirit. In her spirit, you know, we can spirit. talk. We can talk color. Yeah, but. Like we say, confidence in the way you carry just, yourself is everything. You, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about like if you yeah. know how to cater to your man. Like we was talking black and white. I'm gonna say my thing. It's not sexual. It's always been a submissive spirit. A submit, yeah. Because I'm a leader, and I'm not going. I don't blow my money. I don't blow your money. Mm-hmm. I don't go to strip club. I don't really hardly drink at all. Yeah. Like I am just a. 50, I'm 100% busy. That's my issue. Yeah. Like, right. with anything, it's like, I'm just like to be a busy guy. I just don't like to sit around and do nothing. Nothing. Until yeah. I actually, except on Sundays, football season. Yeah. <laughs> and then don't talk to me. But uh, I'm not, you know, and then when you get somebody that's like, oh, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, you know what I mean? And they yeah. kind of, they want to butt heads with you when you're trying to stay motivated. White women, look, they got, we'll say, I'm, I'm going to stop, I'm, I'm not going to use the color no more. I'm yeah, because I, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got that's some true. of them that just, they will just submit and say, daddy got to go work. Right. He got to bring the money home. You don't have to worry about them saying, all right, he's working, so I'm going to go find me a new man. And yeah. there are women like that with yeah. that, that whole mental. Because they, they, they want all your attention. They want all your affection. Yes. They want it all the time. Yes, I so. mean, 
Don't mm. strip. That's what I'm going to tell y'all. That's my recommendation. Well, before we move you on. Said don't strip? Don't never be a stripper, ladies. That's what I'm going to say to you. Would you date a stripper? I have. And the problem, I've smashed a stripper. The, the problem with them is that once they've been naked and gotten money for being naked, their attitude is never the same. Yeah. Never. They can never respect you as a man that you need to be because their attitude is always somebody will give, you give some, me some money. Oh, yeah. They cutthroat. And yep. then after they that, even like I'm talking about I dated some beautiful, I'm, I'm talking about inside, spiritually beautiful. But they were so easy when we got in the end say, do you know what I had before I was with you? Yeah. Like what? You was a thought? You had like eight niggas giving you money and, and dropping stuff off yeah. to you? That's cool. That's cool. That's the life you want to live. That's one. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying they don't care though. And they're, they're, therein lies the problem. The love is now lost. Like that's needed to sustain a relationship. And I think that just comes from nudity on the stage. So what do you think about like, because I was watching something. I forgot what he said. But he was like, every woman is two things. He was like, every woman is either a whore, I think it was, or a prostitute. It was like a pimping documentary that I watched. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, they're a prostitute. You know, of course, if they're selling their body for whatever. He was like, they're a whore because a whore, they basically give it away for free. Yeah. And when I thought about it, I was like, as disrespectful as it is, very disrespectful. It's like people do be giving away pussy for nothing just right, yeah. because. I mean, even if you go on the internet, bro, like not to be funny, from Amber Rose to the most basic girl here in Dallas, Texas, you can go to people's Instagrams and they got ass shots, shots of them in the mirror after the shower, and you like, damn, like not to be funny. Ten years ago, twenty years ago, like if you dating a girl to see her ass or to see her change clothes in a dressing room or when y'all getting ready, it was like, wow. Oh my now god! You just go to yeah. Instagram and it's like. It's like uh, White, yeah. I'm going to save these, as yeah. a matter of fact. Swipe yeah. left, swipe right. And you right. got a lot of dudes out there to be saving them hoes and sending them out like, hey, man, check out this girl. I'm hollering at. Nigga ain't been talked to that girl in the man in the moon. Yeah, 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 but yeah, he yeah. out there saying it. I mean, yeah, so yeah. the the, the social, social media, man, has created a lot of stunners, a lot of people who acting like they're doing something they're not doing. But like you say, it is creating a lot of whores. Do you a lot of women the, with no respect that are looking for the next like. The question is, do you want to be liked or wifed, right? Pick your poison. Right. But people be wanting to be white, but they still doing that whole that whole stuff. But, and the problem is, is they've been taught that. I won't blame their mental on it yeah. because at some point, like we, what we talked about earlier, black men, the daddy, you're not here, you're not here to teach her. Hey, you know men respect skirts. Like we respect you being sexy with clothes on. Yeah, we you really walk do. In, walk into a room and looking good. You're something nice that allows you on. to imagine. Yes, yeah, like imagine let my imagination run crazy. Like if you see a pimp girl in a, with a nice booty and a pencil skirt and a button down shirt with some glasses or her hair pulled back and you can't really see the breasts but the breasts are there, the ass is there because the pencil skirt is going to show something. Right. You're going to wonder. Yeah. I don't have to imagine nothing no more. If I go, I mean not to be funny in Texas, it's about to be hot. Hey, All I got to do is hit the strip, bro, and, and it's out there. My daughter ain't wearing nothing tight. But see, that's the thing about, we was talking about that, too, with young girls. You know, how you see a lot of young girls now, and it be like Trinity's age or younger, and it's like they got on little shorts, and I'm like, what the hell are the parents hey, thinking? Nah, my 14-year-old getting a little figure. She can't wear nothing tight. My daughter better <laughs> not either. Hey, look, the thing is, the, you know, tights are the new nudity, though, if you ask it me. It really is. Yoga pants. Because, yeah, like, everybody, I'm, I walk around school all day with lust yes. in my day. heart. Bro, it's all I'm over. I'm just telling you, like, I'm like, I don't even care no more. I stop and look. Yep. I am lusting. And I'm looking at them, I'm saying, this ain't all my fault. God, this ain't on me. Yeah, because when I was growing up, we wore clothes. <laughs> yeah, right. Tights was for men, like what we just Strictly said. working out. Well, I'm, but what was we talking about earlier? Um, know what you was just saying about you go in the dressing room, you see a little bit oh, of your baby yeah. figure. You know she fine. You know she but fine. But she don't show her figure. figure you don't yeah. see all her skin. Right. Now, yeah. I, I, you can, man, look, they don't even know that half these black tights are see-through. Yeah. 
Right. Half, half of women don't even know that Tyson's see through it. You can see the booty without seeing the booty. And I'm walking around, and I have literally walked halfway across campus, like, ooh, I'm watching her. Right. I ain't stalking, but I'm for the city. <laughs> 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 like, I'm mesmerized. So I'm a, for a, little. a little while, yeah, just a little I'm bit. I'm mesmerized. I'm literally going to walk faster to just keep up keep with up. you a little bit today. You know, yeah. I'm not going to say It's out there, man. And it, I, I think it's hard because, you know, the the – you have a lot of women that'll be like, I mean, I've talked to several women where they'll be like, okay, just because a woman wears something tight or they wear something provocative doesn't mean they need to be raped or stalked or ran in behind. And no, you're right. It shouldn't. But you are also provoking those people who are not mentally stable to handle that. You have mm-hmm. like when you got little girls out here wearing shorts and you got pedophiles. Man, you're tempting these people who have issues every yeah, day. But it's a not, time and a place, though. Yeah, it's, it's a time and a place. place. But it's I like on wood because that's a real thing. You know like what I'm saying? Thing, and people get mad when they be like, "Oh, so my daughter yeah. shouldn't wear a short." No, your daughter's 12. Like, no, she shouldn't be wearing it because she's not old enough to wear that. She doesn't need to be exposing her body. And yes, you should teach her, you know, sex appeal and how to take care of herself in the appropriate times. But at 12 years old, nah. Hey. It's just too young. Now when she's coming into her figure and learning what her skin and stuff and is that's like, what I tell you know what I'm saying? All the time, like you're not gonna wear it. And Zania is, I have to, I just like, oh my god, like my daughter's like, this is what I'm gonna have to deal with, and I have to tell her. I see, yeah, it's the state of mind. Yeah, you like, daddy is hot, daddy is. But it's the state of mind of Zania. Somebody can look at you like I'm. We're normal, so we can see something. Be like, man, she's nice. But it's that man that has that mind, and it's like. Cause I American Psycho. Nice. He know how old that. he it's know American how old you is and don't care. Yeah, don't care. Don't my niece done came, my, and, and you know, of course, like I say, he's my brother. My niece done came over, bro, and like she'll walk out of the bathroom with like a halter top. I'm like, if you don't get your ass <laughs> back in that bathroom, <laughs> are you the daddy? Now? Yeah, <laughs> and put you a shirt on and right. some jogging pants. Right. Like, right. Bro, right. I ain't right. trying to see no yeah, ass and bro. titties off my niece. Like, yeah. stop, bro. Like, look, we are. Lust everywhere. We know if we look, look, don't bring that vibe in the room. Go your little black back in Yeah, back. you got to. Yeah, yeah. And you just got to teach them. With, I mean, yeah. you, you got to teach them for one, how to respect themselves. And the hard part about raising First kids, thing. I've never yes. had kids, but it's like the who they're surrounded by. Yep. And you and can't control it. You can't. You yep. cannot control it. The world is set up in such a way that the society is teaching them. It used to be a point in time where the parents could get a one-on-one with their kids often, every night. Yeah. You know, but now school is so long and everything that they learn is from the students. So me, like Zanaya has an Instagram. She thinks she's slick about it, like I don't know about it or whatever. So I kind of get on there and check it out to see what's going on, even though she don't know that I have to make sure there is appropriate things going on on this Instagram. Because no matter, we can never control it. Yeah. Nope. Because mm-hmm. it's out there for them to get to. It's just how we put it out to them. And I'm always in Zanai's ear, like, "Hey, society will name you." Yeah. Yep. Yep. Not your if people, you but society like will that, name you. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you'll and be that's like, "Where you get your place?" You'll from. be like, "I'm not a thought. I ain't never had sex in my life." Right. We you don't look, know that. We don't you look, look like you have sex daily. Right. Yeah. You have to really be. You have to be conscious of how you put your image out and there. And you have to understand what society is. Yeah. Yep. No, that's and true. Go, go a step further, my son. We talk about Instagram. I literally had to go through and I said, "Son, it's curse words on all this stuff, man. You're telling me you want to be a you want to be a scholarship athlete. You got the grace to do it. You got the athletic ability, and you have the the, the mental toughness to do what you're saying. But I'm telling you." That all of these cuss words that y'all can't f with me, they get off my page. Yeah. Y'all can't my baby pictures. You like right. son? This is this says how you talk every day. Yeah, he literally went from like two hundred and some odd pictures to eight. My brother told me about it. I, I remember getting on Tumblr and doing all these different things or whatever, and and uh, Anthony was like, Jermaine, 
and go in there and take your name off of this stuff. And I'm like, what, bro? Yeah. Like, I didn't understand until, because I didn't get into social media until my mom was like, Jermaine, get on Facebook. Like, I've been on Facebook maybe four years. Mm-hmm. And when I when Anthony told me about it, I started watching. And my friend was like, Jermaine, people get fired for that. And I was yeah. like, for real? So next thing I know, two people got fired. So they look, even though that's a free area for you to really yeah, want to expose yourself, and be, but mm-hmm. they pay attention to it because it's... And even though they doing it. It's not free, it's, though. It's not free, but it's society and what they want to create huh? and the boundaries that they want to set. Yeah. Yep. But understand who is society. Mm-hmm. So that's what you have to understand. Who is society? Yeah. Who's watching? Who's yeah. going to determine watching? these things? Before, Who's we, uh, before we go to commercial, we, I need to get this question out. Best or sex was given to you by what race? <laughs> that's hey, I can answer that easy. I, 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 a black woman. I'm going to tell you this. Yes. It, it was up until a couple weeks ago. <laughs> a couple it's, weeks ago? Hey, it's a black woman. <laughs> I'm just saying black Anthony. woman. Hey. The best oral sex that I have. I don't know if he can say that. I'm trying to think. No, I can't. I'm okay. just trying to think, bro. Don't don't say no name. No, no, I'm just saying I, I am. But I got to think through it, mm-hmm. which is probably sounds bad over the radio. But I mean, I got to think through it. This boy here is a monster, ain't he? That one saying we looking at each other. You like, take it wow. too my brother. Hey, bro, you're- I'll answer that after the break. You are now listening to, or you have been listening to. <laughs> The reality is where filter becomes a thing here on Fishbowl Radio Network, and we'll be right back in a moment. Hours are a sure way to brighten someone's day, mood, and even life. Uplift a loved one's spirit with Anthony Chisholm Floral. We specialize in custom bouquets as well as event designing. Anthony Chisholm can be contacted via Facebook at Anthony Chisholm Floral, or you can render his services at acfloral.bloomnation.com. Don't wait for a holiday or special event to show a loved one how much you appreciate them. Contact Anthony Chisholm Floral now at A-C-F-L-O-R-A-L BloomNation.com or he can be reached at 214-239-9145. It's the little things such as a flower that can make the world of a difference. No, they know the women for real. It's just one of those things that I feel like it's, it's very important you know, it's very important that you pay attention to older women's needs because this is the thing about older women. If you do not pay attention to their needs and meet some of their demands, because at that age, that's what it is, a demand Mm -hmm. or requirement, you know what I'm saying? Like then it can be hell. Mm -hmm. You know, it it, it definitely can be hell, but I've never, I've never dated an older woman long enough to really catch that hell. Yeah. I shy away from them, like I was telling y'all during the break. It's just because of responsibility. Yeah. Like I had, during the times that I was meeting all of these women, I mean these older women, like lady, I'm, I'm just turned thirty. You know, like I'm still out here selling my royal my royal oats. Yeah. As they say, in coming to America. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like my I, son works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here trying to chase it up right now. I'm yeah. trying to get as much of it as I can. Yeah. And then, you know, when they get it, like, no, daddy, you need to work. And yeah. you're like, work? What's that? Yeah. You know, like in them 20s, man, you know, we get jobs and stuff. There ain't nobody talking about being at their job for the next 15 years. Yeah. Right? Not, so, not no career. Exactly. Not yeah. a career. You know what I'm saying? And the woman with the days that you're like, I'm just going to do this. You know, they were like, oh, no, nah, you tripping. Like, look, my money wasn't in line then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like, I can rock with one of them. I can rock with one of them these days. we say that. Well, I've dated an older woman. I mean, I've dated quite a bit of women that make more money than me and way more money. I mean, 
you know, I actually dated one of Ronnie's wife's friends at one point in time, and great girl. Mm. And I never forget when I never forget, bro. I was intimidated because I, I was probably like I'm 32 now. I had to be like 26, maybe 27, 27, yeah, something like that. that. Yeah. But yeah. I never forget when she walked in the house. I was like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? And then I walked out and, you know, she body had a, with a body. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she had like the Mercedes. She had the nice place, you know, you know, doctor, nurse at her or whatever the case may be, plastic surgeon at her job. And it was just like when I first started talking to her, I was like, you know, you making 100 grand. I'm not even cracking 50. But what I can give you is confidence. You know what I'm saying? Like. To to bring something to the table, a man I, that loves you, a man and, that loves you, I won't and say cares go so for you. Far as cheers, cheers, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I think with older women is is when you come to them, you really can't have a lot of game because they read right through it. Mm-hmm. So it's one of them things where it's like if you're gonna approach an older woman, you just got to really kind of approach them, tell them what it is, what it is that you want, what it is that mm-hmm. you're looking for, and I, I promise you, you'd be so surprised how far you can get. If you meet a girl and you're talking to a girl and maybe a couple weeks down the line, if you do, just let them know. I just want sex. Mm-hmm. A lot of them just want sex, too. That's what they yeah, that's want. It? That's because all they, they really want. do need their free day to the point that it's like, look, I need my big old just as bad as you. Yeah. Right. And not to be funny, to at 45, dudes ain't really hitting it at 45 right. to where they like, you know, I, I pray to Jesus I don't have experience. So, you know, it's in our, it's in our family. This? Yeah, I think so. We're good in our family. My grandpa was rocking till 74. No, yeah. So I was like, no, we're I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, what was that? <laughs> Knock a pictures off yeah. the wall. Judge, hey, hey, with hey, no he was deal. like, I heard, you, uh, I heard you was pussy whip. No. I you need whip. to turn around. I whips the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Straight like that. No. You know what I'm saying? And so I think it's one of them things you really just have to kind of. I mean, it, being honest with older women is really it's gonna be beneficial to you, actually. Now, if I you lie to them, they could, it could be a tyrant. They peep that though. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I told somebody this exact thing though, just like this. Like, look, man, with these young, with these women, most days, like as they get older, just give them that ham that they need, and they will really leave you be. Most times, it's the young chicks, the younger ones. That's where you at? Where you been? You ain't called me in thirty minutes. Yeah, right. you know. You got you, you to gotta watch out for those. I also wanted to address some emails I got. Um, we have Ashley from Arlington who asked, why is it such a big deal to date interracially these days? Well, like, Why do people make it such a big deal? Um, Ashley is white, so no offense to Ashley, but I don't, like we said earlier, a lot of white people or a lot of white girls dating black dudes, they don't really see the stares. They don't really get you know, some of the pushback that we get. And I tell people all the time, if you're a black man dating a white woman, if she's fat and nasty and nobody cares about what she looks like, it doesn't matter because they okay. don't want them anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if she come in looking like Coco or like uh, Jessica Biel or Jolie. Jennifer Aniston, Angelina Jolie. You Coco, I love her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Coco's man. nice. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Coco, somebody showed how to picture a Coco on Instagram the other day and they was like, oh, I'm working to get my body like that. I was like, you gonna be working yeah, for a while. Yeah, you need yeah. to call Jesus Collect on that one, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need you to call a doctor. It's, it's, it's a lot out there, but I think it's one of them things where, like, if you date a white girl that's actually attractive, society or white society is bothered by it because you're attractive, and they look at us a lot of times as less than as black men or black people. So it's like, why would you date down? I know when I'm uh, on campus and I'm talking to, you know, if I'm talking to a white girl or whatever, I was telling Brian, telling Brian this, people walk by and I can see the stairs from behind their glasses. I can see them look up and down at the girl or the white girl that I may be talking to along with looking at myself like, what's going on here? What like, are you why? doing with him? Yeah. Yeah. That's the question. You know? 
And, and that's the thing about it. Like, you know, I went and ate lunch with a couple of friends, uh, some people this week, and I ate, a, um, ate some lunch with one of my good friends at, at the school. And, like, she's white. And we were eating lunch, and, like, um, she plays for the softball team. And, like, when the white coaches walked by, like, they were just kind of looking. Like, they even sat close to us out of the whole restaurant. They sat close to us to try to hear what was being said. Why was she laughing? What is she saying to me? You know, like, they even watched to where when we walked out of the restaurant – you know what I'm saying? It was getting ready to go to the cars, and she was talking to me and gave me a hug before I left. She was just, you know, they were looking like, what, what, what's possibly going on? And she hit me up later and said, you know, they were asking me, you know, how did your date go? And she was like, well, I didn't even get into it and let them know it wasn't a date or anything. I just mm-hmm. walked off and said I had a good time. Yep. Because it's none of your business, whether we talking yeah. as friends, whether I'm talking to date you, whether I'm talking. We could be talking about schoolwork. We got mm-hmm. classes together. But they don't see that. They just always want to know, like, what are you doing talking to this person? Have you ever heard the term? One apple spoil, one spoil, one bad apple spoils the whole bushel, oh, yeah. or spoils the whole bunch. Right. That's really how they look at us. Yeah, you know, like you got some men that are very controlling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I don't know how y'all on y'all relationships. Y'all sound like y'all pretty laid back to me, for the most part. But you got some dudes that know you don't need to be talking to my friends. You don't need to be speaking. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be looking. Yeah. When, when you come in the house, you need to get the cooking. Blah blah blah. And they look at some, and they look at some of us like, bro, she don't, he don't want nothing but your money. He ain't right. working. Yeah, he ain't doing this. They don't expect us to be successful, and they expect us to try to play on a person's mind and stuff like that and you're like i'm the opposite of mentally controlling yeah but i think i i know look that was i'm keep going back to my personal experience i dated one chick man this is a white girl i love this girl but she had to tell me straight up my family will never accept you right this much she left her boyfriend for me was rocking with me and then at the end of it she was like i pretty much haven't seen my family reach like i you know what i'm saying like yeah. me and my boyfriend go to my dad's house we hang out i know i can never take you there yeah you know so that's kind of where we separated because it was like, hey, we we hit our pinnacle. Everything is great. Yeah. But we can't go forward from here, and we both know it. You know? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's, I had a girl ask me, like, what what would your parents think if you brought a white girl home? And, I mean, they would. I, I'd brought a white girl home one time. and uh, Yes, Lord. When she came, when, <laughs> I, when I brought her home, she had, like, a, she, she was, you know, she had the breast. She had a little booty, brunette, mm-hmm. and very beautiful. Yeah. Uh, she's married now, so I won't say her name. Uh, sometimes like I say, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, exactly. But it's like when I brought her over, you know, in the summertime, the white girls wear like the little tank tops, and you know they like loose. You know, you got you see the top part of the breasts and little mm-hmm. booty shorts, and you know, when when she walked in, my mom was like, you know, she had a look like. What the hell going on? Because I had never done it before. Did you just bring that white uh, demon in my house, <laughs> boy? <laughs> that blue-eyed devil. <laughs> and uh, you know, when when she got when she got to know her and talked to her, she didn't have any uh, no. You know, she didn't have any reserve. She was reserved, but she didn't hold any reserves after that. And the reason being is she got to know her. But the only reason she even looked that way when it happened, it was my first time. And like she told me, she's like, Anthony, I don't care who you date, right. what girl you date, what race you date. She's like, just don't give up on black women and don't ever leave black women mm-hmm. like there's not enough women or not a, a, any good black women left. So that's why you did it. If you're open minded to it and that's what you want to do, then do you because you can't help who you love. But don't do like some of these whack Negroes do and be like, I don't date black women. Right. And your mama right. black. Right. Right. I fall into that category. My mama knows she loony. Yeah. Like my mom, as long as she know, yeah, son, I know. She we all talk about yeah. how we can get. So she knows what I've witnessed growing up. Yeah. And when I talk to her on some grown stuff, I'll be like, Mom, I don't have time for that. I'm a looney to myself. Yeah. I don't have time for somebody that's gonna get crazy with me on a regular. And I have yet 
to get with any. I've dated Asian women. I've dated every every. No, I've dated Spanish now. I've dated every race of women almost. Yeah. And I don't. I know it's a lot of them out there. I'm saying I've dated a lot of races, and I've never had anyone but the black women to, to go to go nuts on me. But right? you know what? I can right. attest. To, well, I agree, and I can attest because I know you know uh, the girl that I date, you know, or I've dated most currently. Like she, cool as crap. Mm-hmm. Like. I mean, sometimes she she's been so cool, bro. It surprises me, and I'd be like, okay, I'm just waiting for this hey, hot grits night of water. You like, nah, you gonna blow something up? But nah, day. but nah, she nah, but man. she's good because I think it really it, it's a confidence in yourself that you have to have, and it's an understanding of the situation. A lot of people don't understand the situation right. that they're in. You yes. have a lot of girls. Like I've had a lot of people be like, why are you still talking to him, or why are you even hanging with him? Y'all ain't doing this and that. Is the situation better than what you got? Who you got over there? Who hmm. buying you something? Hmm. Who buying you something on your birthday? Hmm. Who's there for you? Hmm. Who do you have to call at night? Huh. Who dicking you down? <laughs> Who are doing any of these things that you are not getting? But yeah, you just mad because they not in you. But you're not getting it. But if you had the opportunity, you would be talking to them too. And the thing about it, I think for another thing too, man, getting off topic, but how important is a label? And like we were discussing off mic, wow. like not to be funny. Not only how important is a label, but you got people out here talking about some y'all out here doing wifely duties and y'all ain't married. But like we said, I ain't marrying you if I know if your head game, if your lip ain't right. Right. If that vagina is dry and you don't know what you're doing, Hmm. if you don't have no ambitions to work, if you can't clean no damn clothes, wash no damn dishes, if you can't cook, just like I'm sure you ain't going to marry me if you don't know my resume as far as what my credit is. Will I go to work? Is my dick bigger than five inches? Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So as much as women are out there saying that, you guys do the same thing to us. You may not say it as much. But you have to have a resume on the person that you're talking to before you decide to marry him. And I think they do say it. They do say I, it. I, yeah. They yeah. probably say it amongst themselves. Because they we it know it these days. Yeah. Like, right. There were certain conversations that women have now we never even knew they had. Yeah. You know? I'm saying. My daddy, my daddy he got some game. So I'm going to give him yeah. his props. He understands some things about women. One thing about my pops is my pops learned to leave and leave soon. And I know it sounds crazy. Yeah. Right. But I peeped it. Because I, I grew up mad at him and angry yeah. with him, and we still don't have the greatest relationship, but I understand when he pack up and leave, just through this last little cycle of mine, because it's the first time I ever went that far with it, I yeah. understand why. Because you think that you, you always believe that you can fix it. Like, you can nah. change somebody. Yeah, though, I'm telling you, I know what your wife, when, when it was starting to go side, I know you was like, nah, we can do this. It's blah, blah, blah. And then when you looked up one day, like, so I'm the one that's got to leave? Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Like, I'm gone, whatever. You're like, all right, you know. So you wind up like, all right. Screw that. Do it early. Get on with it. Let's not, you know what I mean? yeah. Let's not try to beat a dead horse, so to speak. So to answer Ashley's question, why is it such a big deal between blacks and whites, you know, in interracial dating? Back it's really real time. Yeah, it's just really history. Society. You know, it's just, yeah. yeah, it's just the history behind it, society. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, you have white men or white people, period, who don't want you dating white women dating black men and then you have some black men and some black women that feel like that you shouldn't either and i feel like black women who feel that way or get angry when they see black men with white women they have more of a valid reason than what white society has on why we don't they don't want us to white society because it's just a hatred or like you said it's like one bad apple spoils a bunch but from a black woman's perspective not even trying to speak from their perspective because i don't know what they go through but just from some of the things that i've heard them say is because you do have a lot of black dudes out there who are square asses and they act like black women are less than or not even beautiful and this may be another topic for another day but i can't remember the name but it was a scientist a couple years ago he was working on trying to genetically 
say and speak out about why automatically black women are not attractive because of some kind of testosterone or something like they're made to be manly or whatever. I, 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 I was doing I some, have a response yeah. to that. Nigga, kill yourself. Yeah, and they took it down. <laughs> and they and they took it down. I think it. You know, a couple of people reposted it, but they took it down. But he was trying to say genetically that they just black women can't be attractive. And I'm just like, what? Man. And so I made why those was they sneaking in these bunks at nighttime. Yeah, right. like, smash them and rape them. Like, why was they leaving their wife in the house why, and saying, "Let me you, go out here"? Why yeah. you got all these white women trying to get butts? Trying to get yeah, booties right. and lips all and stuff of a like sudden, that. The booty. I'm gonna say just got in. Yeah, because it never the, went away. The booty is in now. Oh yeah, and I mean it's been in. I tell you, definitely like this. The higher power of society understands where the sweetness of the juice comes from. Huh. The black of the barrel, you heard me? But it's like one of them things where it's just like when I read that, I was like, how is that? Like, I, I'm going to write an article probably about it because I was just like, not even just, not to be funny, not even women that are on TV. Some of the most beautiful black women are just walking around here in everyday life. Right. You like, know, I see some of the most beautiful black women just out and about, and I'm like, natural. What? Can I say, you know, my PVs with women, with, with the black women these days? Is that I, I look at them differently now. Yeah. The women that wear lots of weave, you fall under a certain title to me now. And it it is, depends you know, on. It you depends can give on. Me a, I'm not saying that weave. I'm yeah. not saying that weave. It doesn't work. But I'm yeah. just saying that like the ones that I see with fakeness. Yeah. Your hair fake. Your nails fake. Your booty fake. Everything is fake. Baby girl, you fake. Yeah. You need. I'm saying. But I, I don't have a problem. <laughs> I don't have a problem with weaves to the extent of. It gives you a different personality. No, no, but like you say, the eyelashes, the fingernails, the lips, the booty, the bra. Definitely, definitely look up to part. It comes, but it comes from European American society thoughts, feelings Mm. on what they feel Mm. is beautiful, what they think is beautiful. Straight hair. You have to be your own woman. I like a. Yep. It's a draw. It's a guy. Uh, if you ever get a chance on Instagram, a Tumblr. His name is Marcus Prime, mm-hmm. and he does a lot of uh, cartoon drawings of like black women. Just the way he makes them look, and not even just cartoons. Like he's drawing. He's getting the basis from actual black women. He has a lot of you know pictures and stuff where he's has black models on the page, and he's drawing them. He has some of the most beautiful black women to be on there, and I'm just like, I don't know where they at. But I need to be there. Right. I mean, when I went to Atlanta trying to play football out of high school, going on recruiting trips down in Atlanta, I'm like, that small of a waist and that big of a booty yep. and that long hair that is yours, that skin tone that is beautiful, man. Hey, like Kim Kardashian, you didn't, to, you didn't have to sit in the sun for it. You can hate on Kim, but Kim had them curves and that shape from the jump, and they that's won. what we. Men, I don't care what color yeah. your skin is. You want some of that natural, natural. over there. You, yep. I'm just saying, like a waist little, yeah. her hers. I tell all the women I date, I don't care if yeah. your her, how much of her costs, and if it's real miserable. That ain't what attracted me to you. Yeah. The ones that I look at that I know that I want a wife right away is when I see them edges and they don't, it don't disappear on me. I'm talking about like the curls is the curls, yeah. the curl, the hers, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. like seeing the actual. I'm not gonna get in that. The next email we, <laughs> I don't like natural. The, the, the next email we, I love natural hair, but the next email we had, I was gonna say something about like the lace fronts where you can tell it's two separate no, grades look, of hair. It looked like, like a beanie. Yeah, it looked like they weren't a beanie, yeah. bro. Like because it's a line. Oh, when you got an edge, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's oh, perfect, man. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I hate when I see that. So the next email came from April from California. Mm-hmm. She asked, "Why are people so scared to speak out about sex or have discussions about sex?" And she wanted us to address the pros and the cons about it, especially in the black community. Cons? I think I, people. I don't. I just think they don't speak out. Black community is just real strict, man. I think we do discuss the cons. I think the cons is STDs and KIDs. Yeah, we do. And right. HIVs. I think we and do. And they try to scare you with it in church too. Yeah, multiple but, babies. But they don't thank you. But they don't talk to you about 
how good it can be and how it's supposed to enhance your life. Yeah, you have to talk about it. It's a subject that I like talking about. it. I I think that it, it benefits you as a person. You have to know yourself. So me, that's a strong part of my life is, is, is my sexuality as a man and to understand that Xbox and sex and food in the shower, I'm happy. Hey, in, in a room as big as we in, <laughs> hey, in a room as big as we in, yeah. that's all I that's need. All Put I the need. shower over there, yeah. give him a TV, I'm good. Hey. And a beautiful woman. And a beautiful woman, yeah. I'm good. But yeah. I, I just think, I, I mean, the pro, I think it's important to talk about sex because when you talk about sex, I'm telling you right now, if I had a daughter, well, I don't know when I would talk to my daughter because that's just dangerous. But if I had a son, I'm talking to him early and I would talk to my daughter too. But I would let them know, especially, I would continue, for one, it wouldn't just be a birds and the bees talk. It would mm-hmm. be a progressive talk. Maybe at 10, the birds and the bees, because they, Effing around at twelve. This right. needs how to this be a continuous, a continuous conversation. This is how it happens, and then when she right. wants to date for the first time, yeah. and the first time you say, "Let's talk about contraception." Yeah. let's talk about protection. And I understand that chemistry story. makes sex one of the best things the, the that best. ever can happen. The word I'm telling there, you right man. now, bro. I done had a lot of sex, and mm. having sex now, if it ain't with chemistry, it don't mean a thing. No, chemistry no. allows you to go places. To where that person has to trust you and you have to trust mm-hmm. them. Like I've said it on the show before, like far as like choking or using stuff to restrain somebody, right. you have to have trust in that. Right. Yeah. You know, you have to have trust in that. I mean, just thinking about one of the best times I ever had sex, it was a lot of maneuvering. It was a lot of, you know, Please like don't restrictions. Say no name. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it was a lot of restrictions <laughs> and stuff. And it's just like the reason it was so whatever is because I trusted her, she trusted me. And she and she, I was able to get outside of my comfort zone. And when, as a man, when you're able to get outside of your comfort zone and not think so much about how you're doing or what you're doing or, or, how, you're being, viewed. or how you're being viewed, and even women, you know, especially women who have kids or women who, not to be funny, they're not that comfortable with their body. Stretch marks. Yeah, I'm gonna right. tell you like this. I don't know about a lot of dudes unless you're dating these Hollywood Negroes. I ain't really worried about no stress marks oh, when the ass in there. Right, either yeah. mean you, oh, you women what, probably what, have some. What did yeah, Cat Williams yeah. say? Either you was big and got small, or you were small and got, you got big. big. One of the two. So what is you talking about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> saying so right. I mean, I, a lot of guys are really not worried about that, but I think it needs to be discussed because it really, for one, I'm gonna tell you like this: if you, if blacks, if sex was talked about amongst the black community in its entirety, the pros, the cons, and the biggest benefits of it all, which right. is. Like I was, I was watching this show one day. I think it was Outlander, and she said, "Sex between me and my husband was how we connected and bridged the day when we were apart. Right. To be apart all day long, oh, away yeah. from each other, yeah. to come in and have a chemistry and bridge ourselves together at night and become one again. Mm-hmm. Man, like I've had sex where it's just like sex and you smash. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, I've had the situation where the girl done came over. I had sex, not when I came out, she was asleep. Wake up." Hey, you got to get out of here. And I've had the one where I went over the house and like soon as it was done, I was trying to take a shower or wipe up and get out of there. And then I've had the kind where you care about that person. You don't mind them being there and you do what you do. That's the dangerous one. And you can lay there and be vulnerable, watch TV with her, lay behind, whatever the case may be. And it's like it's nothing better than that situation. That's what my my ex. Let me tell you this. We've been talking about it. Women, if you give head and you swallow or you don't swallow, Please don't get up and go spit it out or go rinse your mouth. Oh, that's man, my that's seed, girl. Worst. Don't waste that. Please don't do that. That's the worst thing ever. Don't get up and go spit it out. If Please you, don't spit it If you let drink. it come in your mouth, <laughs> just swallow it. Hey, I swallowed my girl before. Square beers. You know like, what I'm saying? I love her. Mm-hmm. Swallow it up, yep. and people don't think you can. No you can deal. a dude can get it in his mouth too. It's so. nutritious. Well, what you, you know, know what I'm saying? Uh, in bubble gum, bitch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Now let me touch on this on the um. What was we talking about now? The uh. 
Oh, sex. Okay, oh, yeah. Because it, it my reasoning for why I think it is is that we don't talk. We talk cons. We don't talk pros. Pros, yeah. We talk. Growing up, I was raised to be taught. I was told by all the women that was ever close to me, your daddy was a hoe, so so is you going to be. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. so I was raised up like sex is bad. Yeah. It took me. I was sneaky. I was right. hiding when I had questions. I wouldn't call my dad and yeah. talk to him. Like I would never go to anyone about sex whatsoever. And this went on until I was like twenty four. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like literally afraid of what could happen if I had sex with all these women. And then I finally looked up with my son and say, "Call that." Right. Talk to me, son. Yeah. Like I went through his phone, found all the porn in there. Yeah. The only thing I was concerned about finding was gay porn. Yeah, I was like, I didn't see no men in her. I see yeah. big booties. I see fine women. Yeah. Yeah. You're, You're on the right track, son. Right. That's yeah. where you need to do your research right there. <laughs> right you know what right but you know what, though? It starts. This is something that I, I thought that I had uh, years ago. Black churches, they ruin how sex really is. Yeah. In the life outside of those corners of that church, yeah. yep. it is a must in life. If you're always preaching about it, you're always speaking about it, and and saying that it's bad, like you you can't do that. You just have to find a way that you can get it over. That's the biggest part. Like churches need to incorporate that. They yeah. need to incorporate that very much so because that'll help the community. That'll keep down. AIDS and all the STDs, it'll keep down women having babies. You have to of that of something that, that can reach out to a community, you must be able to talk about everything. That's where it starts because so many that's a gathering post yeah. for everybody. Man, my first yeah. time having sex, I was afraid. And I'm gonna go ahead and say her name if she listening. Francesca McGarry was my that's how I lost my virginity. And when I man, when I tell you it was about to happen and she was like, Take it out and I'm like, Take it out. Like, I felt like a little oh, take it out. <laughs> She's like, just take it out. I'm like, nah, man, you take it out. It's like we playing take it out or not take it out with my dick. But when it finally happened, bro, like, I honestly don't really even remember it. For one, it was no, it, we weren't, we didn't care about each other. You know what I'm saying? I remember mine. It was just one of I those things. It, it was just one of them things. I think the first time I did it, honestly, I think it was in the backseat of a car. And the last time that I had sex with her, I got caught by a dad. But even also, that. even think, yeah, even thinking about <laughs> like I was coming home dodging that phone every day because my mom was trying to call every day to talk to my mom and say I caught your son having sex with my daughter. I couldn't believe that when Anthony came home and said that I was like, "What?" Yeah. He said my booty was in the air. <laughs> like, bro, it's like I, I was dodging, man. I was dodging oh, the man. whole time, bro. But I just think. Sex, I mean, the first time, you know, it's inevitable. Like I said, I think people got to talk about the things. I think in the black community, the most important thing to do is like we've been talking about. Talk about the pros. Talk about the cons. Not to be funny, give your personal experience because a lot of times kids don't even realize that you've been through it too. That's why yeah. you got kids that be like 16 and 17 and be like, no, parents, you don't know. You don't know. And it's like, I do know. How the hell you think you Act got like it? You, you know. ain't never talked about it. And that's you. what I do with my daughter. You know, I let her know like, hey, I've done it. I've done it. I've, I've been that one. And and I, like I say, it goes back to the church because they would always preach about and be so self righteous. Yeah, be honest about it. You know what I'm saying? It, it, be honest about it. Deacons, pastors. Oh, I just I'm just as good. What would God think about this? No, be for real. And what did yeah. you do? Because it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Well, like I tell people all the time, Jesus left the world at 33. He wasn't around. I mean, he was around, but he wasn't around. He like, just didn't let himself get, you know, 33 years old. I mean, I'm, I turned 33 this year, and it's like if I never had sex, doesn't mean I wouldn't have sex before I'm 40. 
like what kind of temptations you know what i'm saying yeah. like and it's not to say anything you know jesus is all immaculate his birthday or his rising day is tomorrow whatever the case may be happy easter to all the clowns out there easter egg hunting eating <laughs> chocolate bunnies you know what i'm saying but the ra- the you know the reality is is just you know we, we have to talk about sex in the black community is very important it prevents aids it prevents any kind of stds and it, i think it just pays to know what's going on so we're going to take a quick break again you're listening to the reality is we're filtering becomes extinct and we will be right back listen they said that percent is dry so here i am with my pants sagging and my hair not cold they said that percent is dry here she is with the bachelor and the master Some dark shades. Flow so current, he can start waves. Game like butter, he parquets. Love me some head like Chardonnay's. Copping quarters like the arcade. Getting high with my animals in our cage. And you can see as if you start gaze. Creole boy, baby, I start taste. On your mark, ready, start race. That's just you making my heart race. Yeah. And I may be the opposite, but I'ma let you operate. Yeah. They said opposites attract, so here I am. And I'ma cooperate with my Guinness style <laughs> and my fronts in my mouth. Yeah. They said opposites attract, so there she is. Yeah, she with the bachelor and the master, <laughs> she just became a doctor. Hello. I need that open heart surgery I'm It's yeah. the way my heart is feeling I can't, I can't make it through the night yeah. I put right on me I need that open heart surgery girl. It's the way my heart is feeling I can't make it through the night yeah. Yeah. And I know she wanna think Got to love ya Ah, man, that damn Wyclef. And you're listening to The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct with your host, Anthony Roberts. Brian Fuller, he just left. We want to thank you for coming through, man. We appreciate you for coming through. Good brother. Uh, You know, so um, we're going to talk about real quick. When have you been racially profiled? And give me an example of it. And this is a topic that was spoke, you know, somebody brought this to me this week. And I was like, let, let me think about it. I'm going to go ahead and get mine real quick because I got a good damn I story. got a good one, too. Long story short, I went to drop off uh, something for a girl I was dating at the time. And a constable stopped me in the fire lane. 
And when he came up, he walked around to pull my door. My girl was still in the car. He pulled the door. And when he pulled the door, you know how when you pull the handle, it like pops back like real hard if it's That's locked. So he did that. And I rolled the window down. I'm like, man, what the hell are you doing? So he still didn't say anything. Walked around my car, proceeded to write down on a piece of paper, looking at my license plate. So I got out. He was like, well, I need your ID, license, registration. I was like, for what? You know, I know my rights. I wasn't even there for like 15 seconds, bro. And I had my uh, foot on the brake, so the brake light was on. Well, he ended up calling back up, called like four of the white police officers, man. And they was talking to me and ran an APB and nothing really came back. But then something came back, so they say. So then I got put in handcuffs, man. They hauled me off to downtown Fort Worth. And bro, I was in jail for like a week. A week, bro. And then this was on the weekend of 4th of July. So, you know, you can't, you know, really get out. You can't yeah. talk to nobody. You can't see anybody. You can't do any of that. So it was like, man, it, it was just crazy, bro. And then they were like, oh, you can't see the judge until August 18th. So, okay. yeah. So that is my part of racial profiling real quick. Either of you got one? I have one. Uh, I'll never forget my uh, best friend. I miss him dearly. Uh, but God bless him. We, I was helping him move to uh, Commerce. He was getting ready to, to start going to the university there. And uh, we was driving, and we both had our clothes packed up and everything like that. And we was doing a speed limit. Went us down and everything, so they saw us clearly. Uh, he hit the lights, pulled us over, uh, showed them the insurance, our licenses, and everything like that. So the next thing, he was like, uh, well, y'all need to sit down. Where are y'all going? And he was like, was like, we're going to Commerce. We're just a few, you know, a few uh, hours away from it. So he was like, uh, well, we've been stopping people because they've been transporting drugs. So I was like, uh, well, we don't fit the description of transporting drugs. He was like, well, um, y'all need to sit over there. I'm going to call for some people. Other cops came up, four doors open, just toiling Charles' vehicle apart. I remember that. Remember that? Yeah. Went in our suitcases, threw all our clothes everywhere, all in the truck. And after the end of the, the search, they were like, we didn't find anything so y'all can go. So I was like, hold on. Y'all not gonna um, put, put this back. Up. Yeah, put y'all not gonna do y'all not gonna put this back together. He's like, if you keep pushing, I'll take you to jail. What the like, what? I said, you keep pushing them, put this size eleven so, in your ass. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I citizens I, 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 arrest. I was, I was just like <laughs> you know, what is this? So what I did, then I I, I remember this name, so I called DPS, you know? And I was like, Hey, this officer, you know, uh this is what happened on the highway. And he, and they was like, well, you know, um, sometimes we have to do things like that. Well, uh, yeah, police. I think we all know are dicks. Not all of them. I'm not going to even do that. They have a clip on uh, um, Instagram where police are playing basketball with some guys in Philly. But that wraps up our show again. We want to thank you guys for listening in to the reality is here on Fishbowl Radio Network. Thanks, Ronnie, for coming out, man. I appreciate that. No problem. Brother. You know, thanks, Kim, for uh, not tripping and love you, boo. <laughs> and <laughs> thanks to Jermaine for coming out. And again, uh, thanks, Brian, man. We will be back here next Saturday from one to three. Hit us up on iTunes. The reality is, and you guys have a great weekend.
Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of purple. The mattress, that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through so you can sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.